Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This week, Guitar Nerds is sponsored by Chox, the Danish power supply wizards who have been specializing in power supplies for effects pedals since 1991. Chox is proud to announce that the modular future power generation range of power supplies is now available everywhere. Chox's future power generation range consists of the DC7, which is the main unit, plus the Chox 4 expander kit and the Chox 8 expander kit and the standalone Chox 4 adapter kit. Each of these power supplies offer a groundbreaking one inch profile ultra low noise achieved by multi-stage filtering 660 milliamps at 9 volts dc in each outlet four selectable voltages and each product comes with a large selection of flex cables included Plus, much more, and Chocks power supplies are covered by a five-year worldwide warranty. If you've got a smallish board you'd like to power via an adapter, Chocks 4 adapter kit is the way to go. Got a medium-sized pedal board with some power-hungry pedals on it? Well, the DC7 is the answer. The DC7 will also charge your phone via the built-in USB outlet, so you won't miss any important messages from your hungry fans. Got a large pedal board? The DC7 and Chocks 4 expander is what you need. Got a huge pedal board and need enough juice to power a small village? Get a DC7, connect it to the Chocks 8 expander. Visit Chocks at C-I-O-K-S dot com for more info. Now, back to the show. Welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Jake Ross. Hi. And Matt Knight. Hello there. That's right, we're back for the 291st episode of this wonderful podcast. This was too many, really, isn't it? It is. Well, well, we are going to be ending this series at the end of the year. We're going to be ending. We, this series, Am I yeah, free? we're going to end the series. So uh, you know, so next year we'll be able to say welcome to the first episode in series two of the Guitar <laughs> Podcast. What? So ep- series one was two hundred and ninety-one episodes. Yes, yeah, se- series one was the yeah the last whatever five years. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's well, a long we've been that popular. We're almost as good as Coronation Street. <laughs> yes. Almost. Is that still on TV? I believe it is. Isn't Coronation Street the one that had to try and do a socially distanced kiss recently? Really? Uh, I don't know. Well, they just used a fancy camera angle. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, I think. I think. I think they had a lamp post in between them. I think that was the. <laughs> 
Um, the, the lamp. Okay. Um, so basically, we. I just had to look it up because I wasn't 100 percent sure. But yeah, mm. we're basically like the podcast version of He Man and the Masters of the Universe, uh. series one, 65 episodes long. <laughs> series two, 65 episodes long. I it's, mean, just uh, Jay, just mix he- it up a bit. Jay, it's He Man. Sorry, He Man. He Man. He Man. He Man, like fireman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. policeman. Sp- Spider Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, go! I am Jeff Spider-Man. Batman. Anyway, yes, absolutely. So, yeah, we're, we're nearing nearing the end. Oh, I've got to welcome our Patreons for... for oh, he's bloody uh, remembered. I've, John Batman. I've, 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 I've remembered. Brian Spider-Man. Um, I, I have indeed uh, remembered. Um, oh, we don't have any this week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, where's Brian Scott? I should, have, I should have opened that window before it fantastic, started. Fantastic cell phone, though. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good cell phone. Uh, speaking of which, Matt, why don't you tell us about your pedal board related inju- injury that yes, you incurred up, this week? Up, up there with, uh, in fact, maybe may worse. Up where? Up, 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 up there. No, oh. I, I was going to say, I was going to say, up there with stepping on a plug or a piece of Lego. Uh, do not repeat. Do not kick accidentally kick your flight case pedal board um and then half an hour later go come my toe really still hurts and then just realize that your sock is red oh dear <laughs> oh man i was i was scared to take my sock off it was uh, it was uh, horrific i won't i won't i won't go into full detail but uh have you got all the nails still yes i just okay, good. I, I just don't have any skin left on my toe <laughs> real yes. bad Real bad. Um, I think what I did was actually caught it on the side. And what then, flight case was it? It's my custom pedal board's full flight f- Ooh, flight that's case. A proper, that is a proper flight case. Yeah, right, right on well, the corner. Well, they're cancelled for one. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I think I would have rather stood on a plug. Mm. Ooh, really sore. Yes. That so uh, right, I, yeah. my, my, uh, my tip is don't leave your pedal board next to where your desk is and then you know, just constantly always need to walk past it when you need to get up and make a coffee or something. Absolutely. Always, you know, risking life and limb. That's a good tip. Thank you, Matt. Yes. No. Yes. Make sure to but uh, yeah, r- real bad. Uh, new pedal board, bad first experience. We, um, we, we, we spoke last week uh, about the, the series that Matt and I are going to do about pedal boards where we do our, our, our pedal board build off we're both going to be building boards. We spoke about that a, a bit last week, but we have, I think, now secured our new pedal boards for this series, haven't we, Matt? We have indeed. Yes, reach out to, to Rich, Older and Ash, uh, for some fancy, uh, some fancy pedal boards for our fancy new pedal board build off. <laughs> <laughs> we both um, come for Journeyman. Um, which Thank are their lovely. I think journeyman. we did mention that last week as well, but we've gone for Journeyman, which are their roughly eight pedal, eight ish pedal uh, size board with it's a. a uh, it's kind of like a pedal train hmm. classic two. A classic two, yes. That, I would say yeah. a Novo 24 sort of size, as by the, the, um, the modern version of them. But yes, um, we've gone for those. And of course, you get a case with that, which is part Tolex and part Tweed. Um, 
I can't remember what you've gone for, Matt. You've actually gone for something that's already built. That, that Yeah, I, I asked has. Rich if I can just have his demo pedal board. I was like, oh, I'll go on the website to pick some options. And I'm like, oh, this one looks really great. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is the prototype of, of um, basically the journeyman, but with a slightly higher... Um, it's slightly higher internally for, for sort of bigger pedals. And uh, I was like, I'll just like that one. <laughs> and he was like, I, well, actually, he hasn't responded to me yet, so he might have actually already sold it. Oh, well, um, but if you do get nice... that one, what was the, what wood? Because, of course, the, the chassis of the board itself is uh, you, you get to choose the wood of and you choose the tiering, whether it's a half or full top tier. Yeah, and I, then you I, choose I'm, the I'm Tolex going... and the tweed. I'm not going for a switcher. You know, I th- well, we haven't set out the rules for this pedal board. board no, we yet, haven't. But no. uh, I thought I won't. I won't go full like Boss ES8 or mm. uh, you know similar switcher. I'll try and get some. You know, I'll try and go old school. And um, so I went for the it's the full top. But I think it's I want to say it was Maple and then Taurus Tolex. So Taurus Ooh. is the kind of brown Messaboogie Lone Star. People remember that um kind of finish i don't know how you describe it smoother like a like a 60s fender like a brown that sort of brown like an early 60s princeton or something like that yeah but it doesn't have that like mottled effect is that that the right word it's more smooth it's more like smooth leather with smooth leather Ooh. With with creases, um, I just thought it looked super super classy, and the matching case is just uh, they're just like the best briefcase. It's like if you're mm. gonna walk into the office, brand new office, high rise, hundredth floor, you're like, check out my briefcase, Matt. You work from home, yeah, but I can imagine I'm on the hundredth floor. Are you just it... <laughs> just just in it? No, a hundred, a hundred story building in the uh, in the the leafy suburbs of uh, of Croydon. No, what I uh, what I tend to do is is leave my house at, at half past seven, go for a half an hour walk, come in the front door at eight o'clock, like I'm going to work. Like right, <laughs> into you, work. I take all my stuff with me, backpack, you know, coffee, bit of breakfast on the go. Kind do you greet so, your girlfriend as if she's a co-worker? Oh, how was your evening? Oh, yeah, yeah he's yeah, still giving yeah. you trouble, is he? Yeah. And, any messages for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cat is the boss. Right. Of course. He's like, he's like sitting there. He's like late again. I'm like, oh, I've had such a really bad commute. I had to get, I had to get the kibble. I'm sorry. Oh, I had to I'm get sorry. the kibble. He's like, go and make me a breakfast bowl. <laughs> kibble. Um, so, so yeah, so I I just think they're they're just classy looking cases. I think we they said that last good. week, but I, it reminds me, and I've spoke about this months, if not years ago. There was a pedal board company in America that they were like the first boutique pedal board that I ever remember seeing, and they did a similar thing. I had all these like fancy Tolexes and color combinations, and they disappeared. I don't know quite where. Who was I that went. then? I can't remember what it was called. Like, honestly, I remember before it was run by one guy who had a massive beard in oh. America, and he was building Juan all these like guy, one guy um, who was building all of these yeah fancy pedal boards, and he sort of disappeared. And then Santa, Santa, oh that was right. And him and his elves in the North Pole were building. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The company only runs eleven months of the year because yeah. you just get really busy around Christmas. And um, yeah, so I think Rich is sort of taking that crown. I Wait, think. he's got a big beard. He's he rich. He, has, he literally does have a big beard. And maybe he is young Santa. 
Why U N G? I've gone for the uh, I've gone for a walnut board with uh, um, it's a good with word. like a uh, I think I've gone for a, a black Tolex with um, a burgundy uh, tweed. That's, uh, burgundy tweed, or is it the other way around? Maybe I went burgundy Tolex and black tweed. Yeah, that sounds, sounds like more a like good it. suit. What did you say? Sounded like a a good suit. I, I thought you said soup. I was <laughs> like, that what? Like what are you talking about? What a suit! But no, as a good suit. Imagine mm. that walking into the office with your matching pedal board. Check out my burgundy suit and my burgundy pedal board with only burgundy pedals on it. That might be something I have to do. Really, I might respray all the pedals I get into some sort of you know burgundy or or black sort of finish but i'm excited about the series anyway it's going to be um yeah it's going to be i fun think we need to we definitely need to set ourselves some some rules and some mm. limitations because mm. i think it just be like I don't, we don't want it to be easy no absolutely um so i think if anyone listening to this has any suggestions pop them in the facebook group yeah what we, pedals would you like to see us use to make the most creative board possible yeah we, we definitely need to uh it needs to be out of our comfort zone, I think, in mm. some ways, because I think it'd just be easy to go, yeah, I'm just going to put this, like, plus pedal on here and then, like, you know, the plasma pedal and then, like, what does five it, but, delays. Sorry, what does out of your comfort zone... Like, if you're talking about you guys, what is out of your comfort zone? Out of your comfort zone is, like... No pedals. Oh, I've got this, this like, Moor drive pedal and that's it. <laughs> I think um, we have to limit ourselves. I think, that you know, mm. we can hide behind the sound of a million pedals. So I think we might even have to give ourselves, like... A genre. I don't Ooh. know. I don't know what it is yet, but it'd be easy to go make a math rock board. It's like, okay, vibrato. Three of them. Bit of delay. <laughs> Three of them. Touch of reverb. You know, so I think, yeah, maybe we might have to do, we might have to do something a bit different, I think, to make we'll it interesting. See. We'll see. We're definitely going to have to have a, a bit of a think about it. Jay Cross, haven't you bought a new guitar? I have bought a new guitar. I haven't played it very much. I've been no. too busy. No one but actually plays guitars they buy. Not. Last week, so last week I I bought a new guitar and we talked about it very briefly on I think the Patreon, but uh, yeah I bought a um, I bought a seventy two Teddy Custom with a Bigsby. I don't I don't know what came over me to be quite honest with you, but I got a really good deal and I've always been very open about the fact that Bigsby's aren't my favourite thing in the world. Um, but yeah, since getting it, very surprising for you. Yeah, well, I mean since I got it, the, so okay the thing is. What I really, really want to do is I want to get one of the Kunafei neck pickups. So uh, we, I've talked about this a couple of times, but um, at the start of this year, Fender released some American original tellies that had proper Kunafei pickups. So Kunafei being the um, what the magnet was made from in the 70s. Uh, and it is a compound which basically just went extinct. Not extinct because it was man-made, but you couldn't get it after, like, I think 78 or something. And um, basically it was – its primary use was in uh, speedometers in cars. And when that when, when that started to go digital, um, they moved away from using, from using Kunafe. And basically the only other use of Kunafe, because it's not a very strong magnet, that's the big thing about it – um, so if what you want is something that's actually going to hold stuff together, there are much better ways to, there are much better 
like compounds to use than, than Kunafe. Um, but uh, nothing really sounds like it. So if ever you've played a proper 70s Telecustom or Deluxe that's got uh, those pickups in, it's actually really, really difficult to recreate. And that's why I've, I've just never liked um, the sound of wide range humbuckers because modern recreations, I just don't think are very good. Um, and it's just never really been my bag at all. But uh, when we were at NAM at the start of the year, I tried one uh, of the American originals with the Kuhn phase in, and it's just, it sounds unbelievable. It sounds unbelievable. It's so good. And um, now Fender do them as a like standalone part, so you can just buy just that. You don't have to buy. I didn't have to go out and spend, you know, 2100 quid or whatever they are on a, on an American original telly just to take the pickup out. Uh, you can just get the actual pickup itself. And um, I was just desperate. I'm desperate to, to try that. And I have been on the lookout for something that I could use it with. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I had been kind of, cause if you remember, I've talked about this before, I've, I've got the neck and the body of a 72. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, which I was going to put it in there, but then this, I, so I've been on the lookout for like the parts, but then this came up like reasonably cheap. So I thought, you know what, let's just, let's go. What and finish uh, was it? In uh, faded sonic blue. Oh, um, and yeah, it, the big speed's great. The only problem with it is um, the, uh, the, the strings are like, the strings are absolutely horrible and it needs a, it needs a bit of a setup. It needs a bit of a cleanup. And to be quite frank, I just haven't had any time. I picked it up on Wednesday, I think it is. And today is Monday. And uh, yeah, this week and this weekend was just so busy. I haven't had a chance to do it. Mainly because whilst at the same time that I, uh, same day that I got that, I also picked up uh, a, um, not to keep, but to borrow an American uh, Pro 2 Jazzmaster. So one yes. of the, talk to me about that. One of the new, uh, jazz masters from the new uh, Fender range. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. So the reason that I haven't, <laughs> the reason I haven't played my guitar that I bought for myself is uh, because any time that I have had free, I've been spending playing this uh, this jazz master, which isn't mine, and will have to uh, be given up at some point. Um, but it's it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. So I got it in the Dark Knight finish, which is the kind of blue-black burst. The black uh, to blue from out yes, to in sort of thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And uh, in real life, it just looks incredible. Like the pictures, you can't... The pictures don't do it justice. It looks really, really good. Uh, the, but yeah, the, just the Pro Series has got so many like modern features on it. What, but the the Jazzmaster is so is is of all the guitars, it's especially its controls are very vintage styled. Have Fender done anything on the Pro Series to change that, or are they keeping that traditional? Well, so that was actually one of the big complaints that you used to see about the original American Pro is that right. the the Jazzmaster did it did away with the rhythm circuit, um, and it was just kind of a straight three way, uh, and so you didn't have that the like vintage sound. That was the same as the player. They did that on the player, right? Even though the player has different pickups, right? Yes, uh, yeah. The player, the player, is it a Jaguar pickup, and the player, a, and the, the player Jazzmaster Jazz is a player Jazzmaster is HH, I think. Oh, is it HH? Um, right. Maybe it's the Jaguar I'm thinking of. The Jaguar like is one... HS. Yeah, that's ja right. Yeah, the Jaguar is HS, um, and that has yeah. So the Jaguar, sorry, the Jazzmaster is uh, the player Jazzmaster is HH. And then, yeah, the Jaguar is HS. Right, I see. Uh, 
but yeah so um the uh the the this has kind of gone back to the more vintage styling but there are still some uh modern features on it so uh the new pickups that are in there the v mod twos are uh -huh. like overwound Jazzmaster pickups. They're, they're um, in black covers, aren't they? On the finish you have, they are. I think yes. all the others have the sort of have original, the more cream. traditional. Yes, yeah. But on the black, on the Dark Knight, they are black pickup covers. Um, and yes, as standard, they are overwound. So you've got the kind of modern style sound with it. But if you want to get the more vintage style, you have got the push push pot on the oh, uh volume nice. i think uh or on the tone on the tone and uh that taps the pickups so you get more of a vintage style sound with it just at a kind of lower output uh it's cool. three-way selector and then you've got uh the rhythm circuit and the rhythm circuit puts both pickups in series and then you've got the uh rollers for the uh volume and tone there so you can really roll it back to that uh, horrible sound that you probably really love. <laughs> really like, yeah, of course yeah. you do. Of course you do. <laughs> um, so yeah, you basically take all the tone out of it, and uh, you know, it makes you sound like you're playing guitar from four miles away. Yes, that's what you want. Uh, into a bass amp that is turned off. You know, so um, <laughs> that is uh, that. That's that's that. Um, the neck is really nice. It's got some sort of uh, new name. The finish. It's called like. Uh, Next special finish. satin or something like that. I can't special remember. Special source. Uh, special source. Uh, supernatural. But mm. like two words. Not. It's not supernatural like a ghost. Have you, have you ever seen a ghost? No, it's not supernatural like a ghost. It's uh, yeah called supernatural. So it's it's like kind of a uh, like a worn down finish. Re really really nice. Uh, rolled fingerboard edges, which is really nice. It's nine and a half inch radius, uh, so that is, isn't everything you know, by Fender these days. Uh, not the American originals, and oh, okay. uh, not like the uh, Vintero. Basically, like anything traditional. I don't think there's anything that would have the rhythm. Is the Vintero seven point two five. Yeah, I don't think. Oh. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I the am, the standard price. Vinteras are because there's the Vinteras and the Vintera mods, right. which is similar to the classic and the classic players. And in the you know when we were in the shop, the classics were seven two five and the classic players were nine half. Um, but yeah, so you can get um, you can get seven two five, but this is nine half. Um, and uh, the other thing that's really cool about it is there's a new tremolo system, which again has got some weird name para not paranormal. Um, Parallel. Parachute. Para panorama. Panorama. Uh there you go. I got there in the end. Um it is uh it's really nice. Really, really nice. So it's not kind of as jumpy, it's a lot smoother. And you can actually um dive bomb is not the right word, but there's a <laughs> lot more um <laughs> yeah. you can dive bomb on a jazz master. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh you you've got a lot more give on the uh I on see. the the fluctuation of the tone uh than you would do on a traditional jazz master. It's, it feels a bit more like a strat in that mm. instance. Um but yeah it's really 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 nice. I'm really impressed and um basically that is all I've been playing this week and uh my telecaster has big the problem is is like i need to set up that telly and i need to put some new strings on it but 
I've I've immediately fallen at the first hurdle. The main reason why I hate Bigsby's <laughs> is because they're a bloody nightmare to change it's, the strings um, on. <laughs> it's funny because I actually uh, this week I lost the Bigsby on my SG oh, and no, went back you to finally a time took first. it off. Oh, I hate that you've done that. Yeah, I did. A, I did a trade uh, with my friend uh, Jake who bought uh, one of those Gibson Midtowns. Oh yeah, yeah, they were yeah, great. Yeah. Like the flat-topped uh, sort of three-three-five yeah. things. Yeah, oh, yeah and he really lovely. wanted the Bigsby on one, and he was like, "I heard on the podcast you were thinking about getting rid of the Bigsby," and I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "He's like, how much?" And I was like, "Just get me a tone pros bridge, and we'll just we'll, we'll just call it uh, we'll just call it even." Oh, nice. I didn't realize how pricey the proper tone bri- tone pros bridges are. Um, they're like nearly a hundred quid they, for the wow. tailpiece and those the mid towns. So. Some of those Midtowns came with a big speed. The, there Some was the Midtown uh, standard and the Midtown custom, I think. Yeah, and what uh, I think the no. standard did and the custom did not. I always remember it being it was something weird like that. The one that sounded like it should have should have did not. This episode of Guitar Nerds is brought to you by Shergold Guitars and their latest electric guitar, The Provocateur. Celebrated by Total Guitar Magazine as one of the most refined single cuts on the market with endlessly satisfying playability and a flawless set of tones. The Shergold Provocateur combines remarkable specification with a retro vibe for a unique and bona fide rock guitar. From the brand that once powered the likes of Joy Division and is now championed by modern guitar pioneers and so I watch you from afar and many others comes a fresh and exciting range of electric guitars designed by legendary British guitar luthier Patrick James Hegel and featuring a roasted mahogany neck and a solid mahogany body loaded with USA made Seymour Duncan pickups it's easy to see why Guitarist Magazine officially voted the provocateur one of the best electrics of 2019 you can find your nearest Shergold dealer at shergoldguitars.com. And if you're not in the UK, don't fear. Many UK-based Shergold dealers have super awesome international shipping options to guarantee your Shergold will make it to you in the most far-flung of places. Proudly stand out from the crowd and discover yours today at shergoldguitars.com. Shergold Guitars. Be your own original. And then I, the one I was also thinking of the the <laughs> the ugly sister that came out at the same time, as it were, was the uh, the Vegas. Do you remember, I don't that? remember that? The Gibson Vegas. Um, so the Vegas was. I don't remember this at all. Yeah, it basically it's like a mini. It was like a mini Trini Lopez. It had yeah. Diamond this is inlays, wicked. But it came in a color called. I want to say it was called the High Roller. Yes, I I saw that when I searched for this. And it was. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So the Gibson High Roller, and I remember this at GAC, and it stuck in my mind uh, because. I remember this. It's just, you know, the best guitar ever. It's a pink purple burst, gold hardware um, with F holes rather than the. The Trini Lopez, uh, Trini Lopez diamonds and block whatever. inlays. It's like the custom of the. Uh, it didn't last very long. I think it lasted a year. This is I bad, don't remember I this at all. This it looks like it's came out two thousand six, which was before my time at GAC. Yeah. Um, this, this this must have this come out bad. before the Midtown because the Midtowns 
Maybe it did. I, I, I think the Midtowns came out in like 2010 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I, I think it was later than that even, Jay. But, <sighs> but this is bad. This Vegas is bad. But this the Midtowns, good, good. Yeah, the Midtowns um, work. Yeah, so we, we did a bit of a trade. Um, put a proper Tone Pros bridge on my SG. Set it up by I. Probably shouldn't do that anymore. Should well, probably actually try and set Because uh, I don't have, like, the proper measuring gauges. Buy a set. Like, you well, can actually, get, like, a do you know, I've like got to say. 15 quid. That I, I got my bags. <laughs> after... Um, <laughs> After I set it up, I got a display ad for uh, Stu Mac, the uh, you know the go-to place for uh, guitar setup tools, and they make this like all-in-one little mini tool. It's basically like a little ruler that you put on the fretboard, and then the lines. Um, it's like clearly indicates like all of the fret measurements just with little lines. So you can place it on there and you can go, oh, okay, and this needs to be this side and this needs. So it's basically like, here's the standard specs up for this guitar. And then this tool like does that for oh, you. That's pretty like, cool. That's, that's all I need. That just is cool. I'm not, I'm not going crazy. Um, Matty, I am going to call you out on something there though for a sec. Uh, I'm not sure that our friends at Crimson Guitars would appreciate not being the first one that you think of when you think of the go-to place when it comes to Luthiery tools because True. as we know Louis through tools the bloody Louis best through tools um yeah but it is it, I think um yeah Crimson are great Stu Mac catalogue is ridiculous though because you look through it and you're like yes I really do need a £10,000 like automatic fret cutter hmm, <laughs> I really do need that diamond edged chisel for my uh for my fret rolling um but yeah, no, I set it up. I set it up by feel, and it, and it feels pretty good. That's all that you need. That's all you need. You yeah. need it to feel good, you know, like so, Doctor. Yeah, like Doctor Feel Good. Um, I kind of I I like that about playing my sixty nine P bass all the time because th- there's a twist in the neck, so you you basically don't have any frets that make noise above the fourteenth <laughs> fret. It, it it does mean that I don't really have to set is. it up. It doesn't really matter. Because those are the bits that go with a bad setup anyway, <laughs> you know. So it's, I mean, what are you doing up there anyway? Come yeah. on, mate. Well, no, exactly. Exactly. I hardly use it. Like you might need to, you might need to go to the fourteenth just so that you've got like your octave chord shape, you know. But but I thought, above was, that, I thought we were talking about bass. Yeah. <laughs> Root chord. <laughs> Root and fifth. Fine. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Occasionally, if you're playing funk, just root octave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah or my Sharona. <laughs> Joe, you need to remember Great what song. podcast you're on this week. Like you talk about, you talk about octaves and talk about bass chords when you're with your other mates. Yeah, all right, all right. Now you're here with the, the old boys. <laughs> the old boys, yeah. The old boys, yeah, very much, very much. Tellies, the old boys, and SGs yeah, yeah. and classics. <laughs> <laughs> we talk um, about two brands and two brands only. Well, we 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 absolutely do, and in fact, you know, it, uh, we, we can, in order to branch out of that, we've uh, we've decided that to do a second episode of question specials. I mean, I appreciate we're coming up to halfway through this podcast, and we have not yet done any questions, but we are going to try and do that. But before we do that, <laughs> um, I want to talk about a couple of cool we're things. Talk that... for half an hour, and yeah. Answer one question at the very end, <laughs> inevitably. But I kind of I wanted to talk also, about what do you a mean? Of cool things. A second question special we we've did a question sa- special last time last we week. did it we we've been saying we're going to do a question special for i last reckon week. since 2018 last and week we was a question special last how week many questions do we answer 
three at How least. special is that? How bloody special <laughs> is that? I think that's incredibly special. It means if you got your question answered, then we gave it proper time. That's, uh, I don't that's think we I did. Think. Anyway, not, hey, not do, my watch. do you guys remember the, you know, Jackson Audio? We've spoken about them a, a few times on the podcast. They make really cool, like kind of very techie, advanced pedals, a bit like Chase Bliss, that sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've spoken about them before and we spoke about their Matthias um, Asato signature drive recently. Do you mm-hmm. remember? Yes. We, really awesome pedal. It was called the El Guapo. And I, for legal reasons, they've had to change the name. So it's been re-released this week as the Asabi. <laughs> um, but because Jackson Audio are actually really cool, they've kind of taken the opportunity to redesign the pedal um, a little bit. Ah, which, which That's is... why it keeps popping up. And I'm like, I'm sure we've already talked about this yeah. pedal, but then obviously hadn't really dived into the, the detail yeah so so it's it's very cool so the 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 asabi essentially is 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 based on the marshall jcm 800 so it's very much an amp in a box style distortion but what they've introduced on the new on the on this new version they're now named asabi is the concept of and let me just check what they call it um they're calling it, yes so it is the um uh, so they've improved the 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 boost and the drive. That's kind of an essential thing of this, uh, uh, you know, uh, the basic of it. But they have turned the entire pedal into like a, a fully modular thing. So it's the world's first pedal platform to feature replaceable distortion circuits. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So like ah. really, really simple to install, and the the circuits are really affordable. Um, so they're releasing modules that allow you to just buy the pedal once and then update it to, to new modules as they release them. So, but when you say update it, you you're like soldering it in as opposed. No, to... No, it's uh, I've just gone here. So at the at the moment, you can buy the large mouse, yeah. which they're calling the uh, an analog plug-in. I think it's uh, literally a plug and play circuit board that just clips into a. Uh... Yeah, it, it's exactly that. It's like a little. Uh, just oh, a, a, a little circuit board um, that, that that you click in, but you know you speak of the large mouse, which is the first one they're releasing as an addition. Well, Jackson Audio have got hold of the uh, the the LM three hundred eight chip, which is oh nice, yeah, which is the you know one of the most sought after vintage Proco Rat style you know, chips, which well, obviously hence the name large mouse. Um, if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Which is very cool. So you're not just buying... I kind of feel like they're really making the most of They've these modules. They've literally made a brand new pedal, which is pretty, yeah. it's pretty nuts. It's, that's really cool. And as they kind of keep releasing new um, modules like this, you can get different things to, to update your drive pedal. And, of course, it comes with all the wonderful goodness of Jackson Audio, which is that, you know, those pedals are MIDI compatible. They've all got like a three-band EQ plus, you know, control of your, your blend, your volume, your gain. Like they are very, very wonderful and you know mm. wonderfully designed have, you, have you got one have i got i haven't i haven't oh. i i am trying to get hold of one at the moment so just like, so send it straight to me yeah I um mean. yeah my own my only criticism of the midi uh which if they listen to this podcast hopefully they can maybe address maybe it can't be done but you can pretty much get through everything through midi cc numbers but it doesn't save presets which i always thought was a bit of a shame because right. you create some great sounds and you're like i can't save it so you can't recall anything. You can only uh, set the pedal. So it's almost like sure. you've got digital control over the over the analog pedals, but you can't save anything, which is a shame. But um, I think that I think this this design I feel suits me, like looking at it and what it's about more than the um, Golden Boy, really. Which I is mean, a little yeah, bit more transparent and stuff like this is a little bit more. It's got a little bit more color and tone yeah. and texture to it. Um, I think I but, love uh, it. I love the idea. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. The the idea is really cool. I, the only problem is that you know this sort of thing has been tried a couple of times in various forms. You know, I'm thinking of like the personality cards in Fender Strats, <laughs> and I'm thinking. I mean, you know, in all sure, serious sure. though, it, it is kind of similar. Um, yeah, and you've also got the. Um, uh, like the, the uh, line six, what, are you thinking about the, that? what the line six things, the tone cores, is that what they were called? Yeah, they were tone core. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, this sort of thing has been tried before and I guess it's not really taken off. So I, I think it, the problem is, is I think it's just a really difficult balance to, uh, to, to, to hit because it's like, well, if you don't do, if you do too many people think, well, hang on a sec, I can't keep up. I can't catch them all. There's, there's too much here. I'm not going to be able to get it all. And if you don't do enough, people say, well, hang on a sec. I bought this pedal specifically because I was told there was mm. going to be able to do all this stuff to it. So I, th- I think it's a, you know, it, it's a really, really cool concept. And I, I really hope that it takes off because I obviously love stuff like that. I mean, not to do, but to like talk yeah. to other people about <laughs> because, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting my hands I, dirty. I'm kind of confident. Am. But like, I think I think it's I think it's very very cool that they're yeah. that they're doing uh, they're doing it and doing something genuinely you know genuinely different. I think that's very this, cool. 
I just think the the quality level that you get from Jackson Audio seems to be so high that I have sort of confidence in them expanding this range. To nice. be honest, like having an incredibly high quality JCM eight hundred plus a Plexi, and then being able to, you know, to introduce an, an a very high quality vintage Proco Rat. Oh, oh, by the way, the, the modules are very affordable. They're like 50 quid or something. Yeah, that's, oh, wow. that's pretty good. I mean, that's, yeah. and, and you still get the four clipping diode options. In fact, I'm just reading the description of the uh, the large mouse. Um, I'd actually prefer that circuit to what's in there. I mean, I love the JCM800, but the fact that you can have this uh, this uh, kind of rat-style pedal with different clipping circuits, I think that's, um, yeah. that's wicked. Um, really cool. Really stock, cool pedal. Stock mouse, turbo mouse asymmetric mouse symmetric mouse those last two are made up but uh <laughs> they are actually they're, they're clipping options but i've they missed the word mouse they put large mouse and turbo mouse i think they should have put symmetric mouse hmm. yeah. symmetric mouse <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's got a per- perfectly symmetrical mouse Still, um, i think it's very very cool um that is very cool yeah i think, cool. Yeah, I think, I think it's a cool i think one. it's a cool idea i think um it, it it's nice to see that that they've totally redesigned it rather than just made it. Um, yeah, you know they've really grabbed of hold of you know what you know we did. I don't well, know I mean, anything about or do... don't want to go into the sort of the the legal reasons why they've changed the name, but they've really grabbed hold of that as a you know as an excuse to make the pedal better. Yeah, I think it's nice to go. I mean, how many times must pedal manufacturers release something and then it get hits them up? I, I can't remember who we spoke to once. I'm sure Joe is on a Friday special, but someone's like, you have to have a cutoff point. Yeah. There's a point where you just keep going and going. It's like red light syndrome with recording, isn't it? It's just like, you just keep, you, you can just keep recording. Never done. You've got to, you've got to like go, no, this it's finished. I've got to put it out in the world. And they must've yeah. thought, oh, well now's our chance to just, you know. Especially make- with a pedal like this, where it's like, you know, you think of, digital pedals and pedals that are, you know, that are uh, DSP based or whatever with the opportunity to kind of update them. You can't do that with a drive pedal. You know, once it's out in the world, it's out in the world. It's not like a, uh, it's not like a reverb, but it's not like a reverb pedal that's got a USB input. Do you know what I mean? Where you can just rewrite the code. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's cool. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's very cool. cool. It's very cool. It's very good. And and also, you know, before we jump into the questions, um, KMA machines who make the um the Cirrus, their spatial temporal modifier, which we've been big fans of. I, I'm really yeah, looking forward to talking point. about the Cirrus in the gear of the year. I think it's one of the most interesting and exciting sort of ambient pedals I've tried this I'd year. I'd like to uh get a get a lend up of that. Yeah, yeah, we, I'll, we I'll, I'll, yes, yeah, so I will have to get one across to you. They they they're releasing today. They're releasing a limited edition Cirrus Ice. Now it's just a a, a finish change, but it's a, essentially a limited edition um uh uh like blue finished version, but it's I think I can't remember, I think there were like 200 units. So, you know, for an incredibly fantastic pedal, if you want something that's a little different, dear listener, and something that's definitely going to hold value as it's in such a limited edition, I think that comes out today. So if you were thinking about Ooh. getting the Cirrus, Ooh. I would, I would Maybe absolutely... I'll put one of those on my, my fancy pedal board build No, because I'm having one on my fancy oh. pedal board. No, You've got but... one on your real pedal board, though, don't you, Joe? Surely that's one of the rules. Yeah. Oh, that's a good rule. Send Ooh. it to me, Joe. You're welcome, Matt. Damn. Damn. Oh, I wonder if we can introduce like a trades rule between 
Uh, pedal boards. No, it doesn't matter. Anyway, maybe we need one to, of the we... rules is one pedal that Mark Packham will like. <laughs> uh, you not can't both have a TU3. Come yeah, on, I was going to say, but not a TU3. He likes the TU2, doesn't he? Because he's so set in his oh, ways. God, just grow up. <laughs> just one work. Anyway, that's all we're asking. Anyway, I can, I can hear the uh, the dulcet tones of the question dump. So uh, there they are. So we're gonna we're gonna answer some questions now. There's one question that we're holding over for our Patreon episode. So after this, we're going to be heading over to patreoncom forward slash where we'll be continuing this podcast and we're going to start. We're going to open that episode with Paul Jong's question. Uh, what would each host have as their dream vendor custom shop? A question that we have definitely answered before, but you know, the you know the the times they are changing, and you know we have an ever evolving taste in these things. So, um, uh, so so yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna answer that in the Patreon. We're gonna continue with other questions now. So we'll start with uh, with Greg Froome, who says, uh, um, "What is the best Mustang stroke Duosonic?" Stroke short scale Fender type guitar to buy right now. Jay Cross. Well, I've got a offset series Mustang, which right. I absolutely before, love. Before it became before it, it got rolled now. into yeah, before it got rolled into the player range. Um but it, yeah, nothing changed. It's, it's just the name right. changed. But yeah, so I've got one of those um in uh shell pink of course what what, uh, what pickups bloody, does that have uh it's got uh mustang style single coil pickups right, right, Mu- right, right. i don't think they're mustang style i think they're just mustang single coil pickups i, I mean mustang pickups i don't know if they're the same as what are in the duo sonic hmm. yeah that's um, kind of why I, why I asked i um, just looking on the Fender website, it does say Mustang pickup and Duo Sonic. I don't know. Actually, I don't know what the difference is between um, between the pickups. Uh, I'm just stalling whilst I see if it <laughs> says, uh, but I can't see anything uh, completely obvious. I mean, they're very similar guitars. You know, the 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 big difference is the the position of the offset, the weight position of the waist. Right. Oh, I see. Um, is the is the main difference? So, like, because if you look at a Duo Sonic, it's not actually offset. Uh, the waist is in the middle. Oh, I didn't um, realise there was a body shape difference. Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't realise until until embarrassingly recently, to be completely honest with you, although clearly not as embarrassed as you should be because you only just found out. Hmm. Um, so it's uh, – but, yeah, the um, it, it's, it's, quite, it's quite subtle. But, yeah, the, um, the Duosonic has a waist in the middle, whereas the Mustang is, is offset. I mean, I love my guitar. I absolutely love that Mustang. Um, they are, you know, relatively cheap um, f- considering the spec and considering what you're what you're getting. Um, and uh, it's it, it has it, it doesn't have a tremolo. The Player Series, which was because I've owned a Mustang. I've had one or two Mustangs before. One, right. only the one. Yeah. I or did I? No, I think I've only owned one before. And I had one because I had one of the old 65 Japanese uh, oh, yeah, reissues, um, which was great. But that tremolo, just I just didn't get on with it. Um, cool. Who'd buy a guitar with a tremolo, honestly? <laughs> um, oops. Uh, but um, the, <laughs> In fact, the last three guitars I brought into my house have all got tremolos on. That is a nightmare. You've, uh, you've the, changed, uh, Jay. Yeah, I know. But the I'm only, only use a neck pickup as well. Nightmare. Uh, but um, so I, I really, really love that. I love that it's hardtail. Um, you know, it, I just I think it sounds sounds great. I mean, in, from the um, other options, you've got 
uh, the American Performer, which is which is more of a traditional style uh, Mustang. Likewise, the, the Vinteras. There's like the P90 version in the Player series as there well. There is the P90 version, which has never been. That's never been something that I've been interested in personally. I just, Why I, is yeah, that? I've Don't you think that I... opens up doors? Don't you think that makes it a more versatile guitar? Does it? I mean, I, I suppose so. I suppose I. I don't know. I just. I'm just a sucker for P90s, I guess. But I would have I, just, I just thought think it looks bad. I, I, you actually, think, I think it looks bad? Good. Yeah, I think the P9. I think the P90 size. Right on a with short scale, small body. With the, it just it, they look a bit. Yeah, I, I think I'm I agree surprised. with you. I mean, the natural one is the one where I think it. I think it looks great. The, I think that you can get away with. Mustangs and Duosonics are quite. They've got a very specific sound. So I, I'd have just thought putting a pair of P90s in there, you're just making it a better guitar. I thought. What are you talking about? Been... They sound great. Mustangs are wicked. What's wrong with you? What yeah. do you mean making it a better guitar? I guess making it a more versatile guitar, or you know, a warmer sounding guitar. I guess is is kind of what I mean. But yeah, maybe yeah, maybe you're right. I've never thought about uh, about this sort of the aestheticness of it but uh, you know i'm kind of as as a traditionalist i'm suddenly like oh maybe this is like liking a jazz bass with two p bass pickups in it which is of course wrong <laughs> you know <laughs> why would you have two p bass pickups uh, you in know it? i don't oh. know they did the elites didn't they back in the 80s did they have two p bass pickups well they were p basses with two p bass pickups in them what do you not remember them you oh had a right so, yeah i just neck but, and a you were talking about jazz basses oh yeah sorry sorry <laughs> So what about um, what about the Squire Paranormal Cyclone as well? Yeah, I mean, you know, mad looking guitar. Um, so what you've got three uh, strap pickups in there? Is that what yeah, they are? Three all angled um, strap pickups. Yeah, I mean, obviously, completely and utterly bananas. Um, but it does have one thing going for it, which obviously is that it does come in <laughs> shell pink, um, which is you know bloody great. But um, yeah, I just there's just too much going on with it for me, to be honest with you. There's right. too much, there's there's just too many too many switches. I just I just all I need is a, is the neck pickup. Maybe I'll turn my Mustang into a into a duo into a music master. Maybe I'll do that. Oh yeah, just just the neck pickup. I mean, I can't think of anything more enraging to pack up at all. <laughs> <laughs> Take this great guitar and just get rid of the bridge pickup. I mean, that sounds that sounds wicked. Um. But yeah, I don't know what what else is there that's short scale with the super player Sonic player duo Sonic, which is HS. Yeah, I mean that is cool. That is very cool. Beca- Wait, the uh, oh, there's the duo Sonic HS, and then there's the standard duo Sonic. The the yeah, standard right, yeah. duo Sonic, I think, is great because it's it's in that desert sand finish, which is the like original fifty four. Yeah, I think. that's is that the when classic it came out, color, isn't it? Um, that's a yeah classic. They just, I just think that looks absolutely incredible. They, when we were at GAC, there was a a run of Geosonics in uh, Desert Sand in the Squire range, and I just, I just thought it looks so cool. Um, so I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that. Fifty six, sorry, not fifty four, of course. Um, I think that's a that's a great looking guitar. Yeah, they um, are very cool. So yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot there's a lot out there for that sort of um, that that's catering to that kind of market the uh the the short scale was the uh, i mean lead even jaguars you know was the lead what? two and lead three short scale i can't remember i don't think they are i think they are both uh 25 and a half right um but they they're both really cool as well um just pulled up the specs here 
you bear with me. Yeah, they're 25 and a half, so they're standard Stratton Telly scale length. Uh, they are very cool, especially they're like neon colours, the green and the orange. I think mm. look, look really cool. But yeah, I, I don't think I'd go for a lead over a... Um, I don't think I'd go for a lead over a Mustang. But right. at the same time, leads haven't been available since like 1981 or something. So yeah. it is cool to be able to have something that's, uh, you know, a bit more... Uh, a little bit niche and a little bit weird. Um, Fender almost kind of doing something that, you know, this is what you would have expected from to come out in like the Squire vintage modified range in the, you know, mid 2010s. Yeah. Uh, seeing something weird like this. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think it's very cool. But, uh, yeah, for me, the, the Mustang is the one. But, that you know, they're all very similar prices and they're all, to be honest, Which quite Mustang was yours? The, the... Just the standard. I mean, it was... What, the Vintera the... or the Performer? No, it was the... At the oh, time, the it was the Offset, but it's now the Player. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, so the that one you can get in like blue and finest gold and whatever. But uh, yeah, the, the one that I've got is the FSR pink one, which I love. Hmm. It does look um, fantastic in finest gold. That is very cool. One that uh, a little bit kind of on a bit of a tangent, but have you seen the six the the mustang base in the squire range the classic vibe mustang base um yeah yeah you seen that it's got yeah, like proper it must- comes, yeah it only comes in two colors right it's like olympic white or or something horrible um white and surf green yeah right. uh well because i because i thought it looked like the um what was the signature one the uh jmj the oh, JMJ yeah. Mustang yeah, yeah. base because that that is one of the only, but this is you know looks similar, but it's uh it's got a Mustang base pickup because so often uh these things end up having like a you know a jazz base pickup or a PJ configuration which is you know obviously yeah. heresy um but this <laughs> has got uh this has got a proper Mustang base pickup I I think that I just I think that looks wicked really really cool if I it's picked really up a, another base recently I. Consider getting something like that. I, I I keep coming back to thinking about buying the the white classic vibe Mustang bass just because I want I want like a a short scale bass to um to put some lighter strings on and trying to play as like a almost like a four string guitar sort of thing. Tune how up light how light strings do you want to put on there? Well, I I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not sure. I haven't. I've only started thinking about it recently. But I was like. You know what? I'm I'm so, I'm like I'm I'm a better bass player than I am a guitarist by a, a fair way. Like that's just because I'm a bad guitarist, not because I'm a good bassist. But I was kind of like I should make myself something weird, some weird four string thing that I can run into a guitar amp and I can like demo stuff with. Because half the reason I don't do that many demos is because you know I'm not I'm not in, unless I'm using a reverb tremolo <laughs> my guitar playing style doesn't really suit a lot of th- effects pedals and stuff i have a very acoustic-y way of playing electric guitar so i was like maybe i'll you know i don't know get get myself a short scale bass you, you know tune it up into like f sharp or or something like that so it's a bit more baritone guitar sounding and uh, run it into a guitar amp and use loads of effects with it try something like that but I, I i want to use my music master um bass that i've got my old 70s one but i've, I've ordered a new pickup for it which is going to take like 10 weeks oh, okay so, uh, i think that bass is really really cool your music what, master oh it's it's super cool but yeah so yeah. i keep coming back to these these classic vibe mustangs because they're so affordable they're like 389 pounds yeah. i was like yeah that's a very good price for a 
short scale thing. And there's nothing really, I looked at like other brands doing similar things, but there's no one else really doing like a, a good quality short scale base like that for that sort of money. And it is yeah, very I guess, cool. It is weird. It, it's, I guess it's just kind of not that like on trend at the moment. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know really. It does, it does seem weird that there's not a huge amount of other, you know, other brands out there it's, doing it, it seems weird because fender obviously do, seemed to be doing so well off of the player series mustang base the fender player mm. the pj mustang base you just i just see that everywhere or at least you know i did <laughs> but you know before the world ended you know In the before they, they, times yeah ex- <laughs> exactly you just saw those things all over the place and they seem to be a massive hit with young players especially like to be able to get a fender for that sort of price point um, you know, with a versatile pickup configuration. Sorry, I know we've gone into bass guitar nerds temporarily, but uh, but yes. Uh, Sorry, the sixties. Nothing versatile about cool. PJ PJ when you only ever use the P. Well, yeah, I know that, but it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... don't forget to use your J. <laughs> hey, leave me out of this. <laughs> anyway, there we go, Matt Knight. What about you? What do you think? Um. I don't really like short scale guitars. Really? Unless really? they're really mini. I'd have the mini jazz master. Really? A mini but guitar you... is different to a short scale guitar. I think you're talking what about Les Pauls. <laughs> Shorter scale. Right. We're allowed we're allowed at least some short. Um I I would have the old um offset Jewish on Sonic in pink, mainly because it was pink. Um, if I had to have one now, I'd probably agree with Jay, which is the Jurisonic in Desert Sand is the best one. Um, it looks really cool. It, it does, does look, look really, really cool, cool yeah. but they're just I don't know, they don't they don't necessarily appeal to me. I'm not a fan of the Mustang. Um no. <laughs> I, I, I would I would struggle. I would struggle to pick one. Oh, they're great guitars. But Matty needs to be able to put his Fishman Fluence in, you know. I need to be just, able it's not going to fit in a Mustang. Of course. You know, it's just yeah. too big. I need the extra length because, you know, I need the, you know, I need the tension. I need the tone, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, Length, tone and tension. Actually, tone. although I must admit, um, so I have seen a few of the kind of like vintage 50s Jurisonics and they do look dead cool once they're a bit yeah. relict. If I had, you know, custom shot one maybe, but, uh, you know, not for me. Not for me. Not for you. I see. Well, that makes sense. You know, we we don't have much longer left on this podcast. We've only done worse worse than last. I I filibustered the episode. (laughs) Unbelievable. So we are going to get a second question in. Um, before we leave so uh dave lee uh says he's after a recommendation for a multi-modulation pedal preferably with presets smaller the better matt knight i'm gonna throw this one at you first of all um okay so boss make this fantastic Oh, God, I've just realised what this podcast has been. We, uh, I told you, we only talk about two brands. <laughs> Welcome to the Old Man Podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to have to do 10 minutes extra so I can talk about Ash down a bit. <laughs> um, okay, there's a lot There's a lot out there. There's a lot out there. Uh, the only reason I'm briefly mentioning uh, the MD200 is because... It's absolutely brilliant. Yes, uh, it is very good. I'm also... Um, doing it because there's a guy 
called James on a lot of the Facebook groups, who's a massive sort of Pink Floyd fan. He's got some incredible, you know, high-end boutique gear. And uh, I sent him some of these pedals. I was like, you should get some more boss pedals on your board, mate, you know. No. And uh, he sent me a video back of him dialing in some of the sort of Gilmore sounds on the MD200. And even I was like, wow, I didn't know it sounded that good. <laughs> like someone actually like really spent the time to hone these sounds. It's like it sounded so good. Um, so yeah, MD200. If so I've seen some people go, oh, that's not my bag. Wampler Terraform. The um, Terraform is is what I'm really interested in, to be honest with you, because I've not tried one. I don't know if, if either of you guys have, but um, there was so much noise about it around uh, at the time. You know, so many people, so many videos that came up about it that it, I kind of like had to take a step back because I was just feeling so overwhelmed by the amount of like terraform content that was out there it's um, not the smallest pedal the terraform no but that's you know that's that's fine there's there's like t- 10 different effects in there where where do you think they're all gonna go joe what? <laughs> sure. i mean of course it's all got it's all got to be in there uh and obviously the name terraform is fantastic it's it's you know it uh rumbles my sci-fi uh desires uh, so that's that's cool, but I, I I just you know it looks really cool and and what I have heard it sounds great. So I, I would actually be really interested to try one of those because I reckon it's uh, I reckon it's cool. Um, but yeah, I, I've not had a chance to try one, so I'd like to I'd like to know what people think about. I that. think um, it depends what you want from multi modulation because there are things like the Keeley workstations and things like that that are like two in one pedals. Or I had mm. um, it's not the one I'm thinking of, but there was one. I had the Bubbletron, which was like six different pedals in in one. The problem is, is yeah, unless you've got presets, it's just like I mean, I have to pick. I have to pick one. So when people to... say when people say they want a multi modulation pedal, what they mean is they want a Mobius, but they don't want to spend that much money, right? That that's that's how I interpreted the question yeah i think actually though bizarrely enough the mobius sorry dave with with the greatest of respect um i think the mobius has always come across as the weakest one people always like timeline great big oh what of the three yeah yeah okay yeah but um i was playing my uh playing a bit of guitar yesterday and uh i'm just i'm just super super digging the the eventide h9 really diving into it again i'm like if you can you know small compact has presets it's 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 got everything. It's got everything. Even tied Max. Yes, it's a bit of an outlay, but man, like I was blessed around with some of the synth sound stuff, and it's going. This is wicked. Um, so that, that would be a, a a shout for me. And also, Joe, you'd put the you'd put the Zoya in there, right? If we're people talking about this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think the the Zoya is obviously a premiumly priced thing but you know it's it's kind of when as soon as you say zoya it's like well should we say gt1000 core should we say hx stomp like you know it's it's it does everything i suppose yeah so it's, yeah it's I, a um, bit more than a multi-modulation here's here's a good shout although it unfortunately doesn't tick the tiny box category um although I haven't seen one in the flesh, but uh, the Junipero from our friend Xander. Yeah, yeah it's a great um, idea. Chorus, multi-tone chorus, flanger phaser, uh, tremolo, harmonic trem, vibrato and tremolo, and a ring modulator. All in one. Uh, great looking pedal as well. Awesome graphics, awesome name. And uh, three, four, five, so nice oh, and go. affordable as well. I can, uh, I can go um, 
a few pounds cheaper than that at the 339 mark. And I'll give you this. And if you don't know what this is, you should all type type this in so that I, I get your reaction as you realize what I'm saying. Oh, you're talking to yeah, I thought you were talking to listeners. You're oh, listeners and, and you. Oh, the Snazzy FX Tracer City. Oh, yes. They, a brand we don't really talk about that much, actually. Uh, right. But it definitely has some cool stuff. It's got a lot of knobs on it. Has a lot of knobs. It's like this podcast. It looks right good. Right now, there's only one. Yeah. On it, you know. it's a, there is a, a lot going on on here. I don't know anything about this brand. What do they, what's, what's their deal? So their deal is that they don't aim themselves at guitarists or bass players or keyboard players. It's supposed to be like, this is a sound box. And the idea okay. is it's it's like a sound design tool. So this is their modulation box. But it's like, no, there aren't phases and choruses on there. There is stuff on there. And that's why there are so many switches and rotaries, because it's like, create your own thing. That's kind okay. of their, 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 the gist. And, you know, the controls don't obviously describe themselves in ways where you're going to be like oh yeah i'll do this in order to create a chorus sound yeah uh, okay. they're all quite technically named um but yeah they do it they do a range of of pedals don't they? they i think only three in their in their range they do a wow and flutter pedal um and they do uh they do their mini arc which is a slightly smaller double foot switched um Unique guitar synth and tracking pedal. Yours. That yeah. sounds cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Really interesting stuff. This definitely isn't an answer to oh, the question. You know, going. No, yeah, Joe, you've you've missed out the one. Forty pound. <laughs> you've missed out the one with the best name, the Divine Hammer. Oh, that is a fantastic name for a pedal. The Divine Hammer, which they describe as their space rock laser gun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, this is wicked. This actually looks like it's one of their early. So this on their website it says the Divine Hammer is our return to the world of pedals. Um, the Divine Hammer features lots of swirling harmonics, four types of gain, uh, uh, feed our uh, LFO CV controlled harmonic section. I, I mean, this looks this looks great. This I, it's, it doesn't look as funky as some of their other products. Uh, but what a name, the Divine Hammer. Um, that I mean, if that's not like an '80s wrestler, then I don't know what is. That is quality. Yes, that does sound very cool indeed. Now we are we are coming up to the end of this week's. Uh, free episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. So we're going to go and continue over on the uh, on the Patreon special over on patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. We're going to continue to take questions as we do have about 20 that have been <laughs> building up and we, we're terrible at getting through these. But we are going to lead with Paul Jean's question, what would each host have as their dream Fender custom shop? We'll be answering that and you can join us over on patreon in fact you can support us on patreon for as little as a dollar a month um for a dollar a month you get this episode ad free and early every week at the five dollar tier you can enjoy uh, the entire extra episode plus you get access to our full back catalog and at the ten dollar tier you'll get your name sung in a rather charming song at the end of each episode Yes, you can follow us on all the major social platforms with that Guitar Nerds and join us on our Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds Forum. Thanks very much for tuning in. We'll be back next week with more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. Cheers, gang. Bye. Bye.
Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.